Mr. Rogers sweater changing mug. How could you not want that? <laughs> yeah, like when you pour the hot liquid in, does his sweater go away? <laughs> He's just <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm imagining it. <laughs> it's a different kind of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> My dad has these like old kitschy cocktail glasses from the 40s that have women in dresses on them but then if you turn the glass around and look at it f- from the inside of the glass they're like in pinup lingerie oh. like ah oh, remember charming sexism <laughs> you know what i mean like remember before everything was like grossly blatant porn uh, we're bottled fuchsia and we support npr and not gross porn i guess i don't <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Bottle Fuchsia Cast. This is Fuchsia Cast 67. Um, John is not with us tonight because he in fact did have a babby. Uh, we'll maybe cut that part out if he doesn't want us talking about that. But for now, congratulations, John. Um, you finally found someone to play all those weird JRPGs with you. All it took was procreation, so congratulations. If he doesn't like uh, it, we can just have him say the word Xbox and remove every instance of the word Babby. Just dub it over. <laughs> All right. Uh, tonight on the podcast, we have Kitty. Hi there. Brady. Hey. And Kay. Yo. And I'm Nanners. Um, so Yo. we have a skeleton crew tonight. Conman uh, is not with us. John is not with us. And Aaron is not with us. So this is going to be one of the shorter podcasts in your feed this week. Uh, So let's just kick it off. Uh, Kitty, do you want to tell us more about how full of beans children are this week? Yeah, so uh, I've been playing more of Star Ocean 5. Not a whole lot because I'm getting ready for the holidays. But uh, now that I'm maybe three or four hours into it, I'm wondering if it's going to have the same staying power for me that Star Ocean 3 did. The story hasn't quite picked up yet. We have we have a mysterious girl who we know is from elsewhere, as in another planet with much more advanced technology. And she seems to have some special magical powers that we don't understand yet. But uh, the characters aren't really grabbing me the way that they did in the other two Star Oceans I've played. And the combat's already getting pretty repetitive it's very smooth and maybe it's because i come from having played the other games so i know the button combos and stuff but it it needs a little more variety but it looks great you know it doesn't have the uh goofy terrible crafting system that always made me laugh it actually has like a well-formed crafting system which i guess is fun too but i kind of like when things are awful so what was the difference between this crafting system and the old one So in this one, you level up your skills in, uh, you know, cooking or mining or foraging or whatever, and then it comes up with recipes for you. Like you need a prehistoric meat and a white rice and an egg to make special omelet or whatever. So once you have these items, you can just make that thing. So the old game, you kind of had to discover these recipes through trial and error before you could have them. 
And basically, you put your characters on a working line, and you could see how much skill they all had in a technique, and there are certain things that could boost it. So, but the combination of their skill level plus some kind of dice roll determined what you'd event. So sometimes you, and I'm just going to do a quick Google here for names, but sometimes you would invent just like utter crap. And it always, they always had really funny names and descriptions. So I'm going to look so some is of this, them up. Is this the thing you mentioned last time about like you would invent something and then you could basically just claim that like you were the original inventor? So if it was like hey, I made spaghetti, like, I invented spaghetti? Well, yeah, so that's the thing where you can just literally find something in a treasure chest and com- and claim you invented it, which I think is hilarious. But this is different. This is, like, I guess I talked about it a little bit last time, but you can, like, try to do smithery, and if you're bad at it, it'll be like, you made a rusty sword. It will crack in half as soon as you look at it, you know? Or, like, you made miraculous Mont Blanc and it's like this dessert is so good people cry after they eat it and I don't know it was just really wacky and fun and even though you have to have a lot of money to do it because you have a lot of failures I I really liked that part of the game so now I feel like this is very cut and dry and some people would find that more satisfying because you you can't lose you know you can't invent something bad but I don't know it's just not as funny and I'm I'm even just trying to Google it, you know, I'm trying to find, like, the names of the bad cre- item creations, and the entire first page of Google results is just people bitching about the invention system in that game. So I'm guessing that other people didn't like it. <laughs> but I did. These games just sound like an acid trip. Like, I I refuse at this point to look up anything on them just because the description of them sounds wilder than like anything I can imagine. Let's see if I can find a list. Yeah. And, and sometimes in some ways they're like, you know, pretty standard JRPG. And then you go and have bunny races and bunnies are basically like long eared jigglypuffs with no arms. And I don't know, they're just weird. And then the other thing that I, want to touch on super briefly because it's not very good is i played the mobile jeopardy game for a little while um i love jeopardy (laughs) i've been watching it my whole life the jeopardy app is not very good it has alex pictures of alex trebek oh he's sold and the (laughs) the (laughs) questions are jeopardy like questions but they're multiple choice Oh, and you get f- like power ups, like you know, a score doubler and something that will eliminate one wrong answer. But even if you win, like you don't get the prize amount. You need in-game currency to play, right? So it costs oh. you, say, five k to enter a game. Even if you win, sometimes you don't even get that five k back, and you don't get what you earned either. So I don't understand the math of how much you win when you win. It seems like the bigger margin you win by, the more prunny, prunny prize money you get. But like I said, that doesn't even always align with how much you paid to enter. So, and, wow. and also I think a lot of people cheat in it. Um, okay, so it is like multiplayer. It's not just you versus the computer. Well, so it's multiplayer, but 
In, I mean, it's multiplayer in that there are other people with profiles and you can join a group and, you know, if you all collectively play a total of 12 games in a day, then you all get money or whatever, like a guild kind of. But when you're playing a game, it kind of just seems like it takes other profile names and pictures, but that's not actually people playing against you. And I say that because you get to pick every question, like every category, whether you get the question right or wrong, and you can take an infinite amount of time to choose a question, and nobody nudges you or kicks you out of the game. So I'm pretty sure it's all automated. Gotcha. So it's just fake people. Because, like, looking at these screenshots, those look like actual, like, humans that you'd be playing against. Right. Yeah, it's like human profiles running on automated... That sounds bad. Yeah, I mean, and then there are things they try to do to make it more fun. Like, they had a week. You can play special games that are themed, so they had a week of, like, all mythology-related games. So, like, of course I was all over that. But then when it was baseball week, I was like, yeah, mm, I got nothing. Right, yeah. Interesting. So the, the best Jeopardy game I have seen in a while is the Alexa one. Um, you can oh, actually one play of my coworkers mentioned that. Yeah, uh, it's I think like seven questions or five questions a day, and it will actually read them to you, and you can answer whatever you want. The only infuriating thing is like, it's not a hundred percent accurate <laughs> with understanding your responses. So, can I don't play anymore because when I say stuff, a lot of times it'll misinterpret me. Uh, okay. And that leads to some rage. So Well, yeah, that would annoy me too. All right. Um, Brady, you want to talk about what you've been playing? Uh, well, I've been playing some Far Cry 5 with you. Yeah. That's been super fun. You guys have been playing a lot of that. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, just like this silly kind of, I don't know, open world GTA style of just running around with a friend blowing shit up shooting people yeah and i will say like the the systems they put in that game add to the hilarity because you're out in montana so there are cougars and wolverines for some reason i don't know why they're wolverines of all things but uh they're bears there's like all these animals that will just randomly attack the people so the other day brady and i were just like having a conversation with an npc and a bear came over, mauled the person, killed them, and then just ran away. So we just <laughs> left. Like, you might rescue a civilian. He's like, oh, thanks. I was surely a goner. And then a wolverine comes out of nowhere and mauls the dude. Um, so Far Cry 5, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Katamari Damacy reroll. Yeah. For the Switch. And that's fun so far. It's, How are you liking that? It's kind of just what you'd expect, which is great. You know, like it's on the Switch. Yeah, I think PC it's on PC. As well. yeah. yeah, possibly oh, other consoles. Um, so I, I didn't notice anything like wildly different, but all I wanted was more Katamari. The music's on point. Um, again, just kind of standard for a Katamari game. So I think Katamari Damacy is the one that I did not play. That's I think the I OG. Yeah, I played Forever, the one that was on That's the Xbox. third one, I think. 
I thought the first two were actually on PS2. Tomasi and whatever the second one is. We love Katamari. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then Me and My Katamari was on PSP. And then Beautiful Katamari was 360. Okay, Ms. Beautiful Katamari. Yeah. Uh, whatever one was on 360. And I love that game. And I don't know why I never went back and played the other ones. Probably because they were on different consoles at the time. And um, so... Like I wasn't gonna by that point. Like I wasn't gonna dig out my PlayStation to to replay it. But um, so it's it's good. Yeah, like, like if you've yeah. played a Katamari game, you kind of know what to expect. Like what to if, expect? Yeah, if you like that, then it's great. I uh, I'm I'm trying. I'm actually trying to find the Microsoft Game Store right now. Uh, just go on Steam. I don't know if it is it is on steam i already checked okay it's 30 dollars i kind of want to buy that yeah it came out like i think a day or so before smash yeah same day oh same day yep so it kind of got buried yeah i'll be right back (laughs) guess who found the star ocean invention list oh gosh what are some choice examples? Um, repulsive lump, uh, embarrassing oh. earring, vulgar hair ornament, uh, tasteless stew, ring of lunacy, disgusting doll, <laughs> awful These cider. Like failed crafting attempts? These are all bad things, but yeah. And then there's okay. good things like friend cider and Aww. magical salad. And shining pasta. What the hell did I walk back into? I'm I'm reading Star Ocean Adventures. Oh, beguiling device is one of the best explosives you can make. Beguiling device. So see what I mean? That it's like kind of goofy, but it's fun. (laughs) I like that it's goofy. It is super duper Japanese. Yeah. And I wish that this walkthrough also had the descriptions, but it does not. That will be a story for another day. Misconceived product. That's what my parents called me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. My parents are nice. (laughs) Bunny's scepter. That's that's a good weapon, apparently. Okay, I'm done. Uh, And then uh, one more game. Um, Yesterday, I actually got my copy of God of War. That I ordered on Black Friday. Oh wow! Yeah, that was a GameStop special. But uh, seventeen bucks, I couldn't really complain. Maybe only like an hour or two into that, but I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I'm trying to think of. I don't know if there are any spoilers, and I guess like I just got to the witch. Okay. Okay. With the turtle. Yes. Okay. Cool. So uh, they definitely nailed like the visceral epicness of you know the God of War games. Yeah, I am. I am still months later surprised by that game. Like I'm, I'm still playing it as well, and it's just good. Like it's a weird year for games. A God of War game came out and is really good in 2018. Yeah. 
It did make me think of the one Wolfenstein game with the pipe. Oh, pipey. Yeah. Because, like, you have an axe, and it's just like, man, here's a puzzle. Hmm, hmm, what to do, how to solve this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw my axe at it. And that just keeps going throughout. Like, he does yeah. not learn, which is perfect for the character. So True. I think you will very much enjoy that game. Um, you played all of The Witcher, right? Like, all the DLC and everything, too, right? Yeah. This is almost at that level of like storytelling and writing i feel like okay where the characters are very consistent and like you also have a giant axe and like it's just fun to play so yeah um especially once it opens up it's kind of linear at first but like you get to open areas and there's like side quests and stuff to do so I would almost rather a game be linear at the beginning than when they just throw you into the deep end with way too many choices. I will say I agree to that for to a certain extent, just because I tend to wander, um, as Kay will testify to, oh, especially yeah. in open world games. So like, yeah, being being a little locked in at first is not a bad thing. Like most games do that to yeah. some extent. But yeah, he's definitely uh, not the god of parenting. No, although, like, I don't know. I feel like he he's at least consistent in, in his parenting. I mean, like, a god of war. Like, I don't know. How yeah. would he be as a father? Probably not great. Yeah. I think if Brian, friend of the site Brian, had kids, this would be, like, a similar <laughs> style of, like, you, you call them boy and, like, <laughs> you make them trek across the land with you. Like, that sounds about right. Probably like more flannel would be worn, but you know. And I guess last me. Oh, we actually didn't talk about Kay. Hey Kay, what have you been playing? Is it a nightmare? <laughs> uh, can you start me again? Can you just say, "Hey Kay, what have you been playing?" Wait, just keep Kay saying that in, and take you saying it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so lately, I have been playing Spyro Reignited. I was curious um, about that. Don't. <laughs> really? Well, okay. Is it because it's challenging? Yeah. So continually in this game, they remastered it. It's beautiful. And they did not fix a goddamn thing in that game. Like every jump or challenge that I remember being just frustrating because it's like, a hair like a hairline jump and if you miss it you're just done um they didn't fix any of that stuff like any of the stuff that would have made it more pleasant uh, keep some of the challenge but there's a difference between challenge and frustration like just missing a jump over and over again not because like of anything you've done wrong necessarily but because the jump is almost like it has to be at like the mathematical edge of like what you can accomplish. And so like, if you don't hit like at the exact right spot, you don't make the jump or, or the whatever. Um, and, and they kept all of that in like everything that I just was frustrating. It's still there. Um, that being said, I don't, know that they make games like this anymore for a reason well no just like i don't know of any 
3D platformer, just fun kind of stuff. Isn't that kind of what a hat in time was supposed to be? Like a callback to the 3D platformer? Yeah, and ukulele. Yeah. But those were both like Kickstarters, and I feel like they were like smaller presences. Like Activision does not roll out one of these every year like they used to. No. no. Um, it, it was... It, it, so the original came out in 98. And then, like, yeah, so it's it's 20 years old. Um, and it it's still stupid how much my brain remembers. And just, like, can I please have that space in my brain back for, like, more important things rather than I'm playing a level and I know exactly where, like, the hidden thing is 20 years later? It's not information I need. Um, but we had been in, in a conversation, uh, off the podcast about, uh, Brady games and they are closing or is it Prima games? I think it's Prima is no longer yeah. making their strategy guides. Their strategy. Okay. Um, I think it is Prima cause I think I remember making the joke that Brady, Brady guides were better anyway. Yeah. And then Brady said, thank you. <laughs> um, but this is definitely one of those games where I wish I had the guide. Because um, we had been talking about, like, why would you, like, who even need, you know, uses guides anymore? Like, just use the internet. But this is definitely one of the ones where, like, I would like to have that to keep track of, like, oh, I got the egg in this and the dragon in this and I need the gems and I need this challenge and, like, this is the map and this is what you have to do to get the certain things. Like, I like... I liked that organization. But, um... So I did 100% the first two so far. I'm working on the third. Uh, Tony Hawk up there is um, helping me out as well. <laughs> Do you want to explain that comment at all, or just... So, like, in the third game... Well, in the second one, too. But mostly in the third game, they kind of started doing what I think a lot of games at the time did. Where it's like, hey, do you really like platforming? How about if we added a racing component? And how about if we added skateboarding? How about if we added underwater swimming? And all of these things that are not the thing you enjoy in the game. And, um... I remember being a child... And <laughs> that's a good stop. cut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I remember being a child and really getting frustrated on on the skating levels um and just doing it over and over and over again and failing over and over and over again. Uh, and then Nanners is watching me play it for the first time again. And he's like, "Oh, let me try." And I was like, "Oh, okay, sure." Fucking does the thing on the first try just like that and I'm just like, "You son of a fucking bitch um i'm fine i'm well adjusted uh I, I will say the skateboarding in that game is bullshit like you can't manual you can't grind you can't land goofy so well, it, that's not the point of the game so yeah. like they they took like <laughs> they put a bad skateboarding game inside it which is just funny yeah so so anyway kitty to your original point um i don't know it's fun it's charming if you have a PlayStation 4, I can't remember. You can have my disc when I'm done. I'm about halfway through the third game. 
So I'll probably put in like another maybe seven, eight hours and then um, be good for another 20 years. <laughs> really, really fussy jumps are like the reason that I sometimes avoid platformers. So I may sit this one out. Yeah, it, 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 and it's not playing through it is fine. Okay. But I need 100% it. Oh, see, I don't, so- I don't have that gene. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that gene for a lot of things, but just because this is like one of those retro redos, I'm like, right. got it. So childhood it, complete. Yeah, basically, like must must do everything again. Um, I think I'm a lot better of a gamer too. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, there are a handful of things that I really remember struggling with, and like I know that I didn't uh, like the second game I beat. 100%ed in 12 hours. I'm like, there's no way I did that in 12 hours as a kid. Right. Like, that was that was the sort of game I spent an afternoon as a child doing one single, like, level or one challenge. Yeah, you couldn't just rage quit and play a different game. Yeah. You only exactly. had the one. <laughs> right. Well, no, I, I, I legitimately, I think about stuff like that on, like, a... This is again Kay having deeper, <laughs> deeper thoughts of games kind of time. Um, I forget what I did that on. There was one game when I was like, "Why do we play games?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was recently too that we had that discussion. <laughs> oh god, yeah. uh, that was a uh, Crash Bandicoot collection uh, earlier this no, year or last year. No. Yeah, no, I don't, think, I don't okay. think so. But anyway, um, yeah, I was thinking about that. Like as a kid, like. I had the patience of a saint. And I guess it I guess it what really was like what you said Brady where it's like you only had like one game so like Also I feel like as a kid you don't get as impatient because you don't have as many other pressing tasks in your life. You know, like now if yeah. I spend an hour on one very small part of a game, I get angry because I'm like, I have dishes to do. <laughs> but as a kid, I'm like, yeah, I've got four hours. No problem. Yeah. yeah. I can spend my entire Saturday on this. Like, this is not a problem. Right. Um, I would also say, like, as a kid, I didn't have con- like the concept that there were bad games. Like, mm-hmm. every game was great because it was a game. Like, it never occurred to me that, like, oh, this game is garbage like why am i still playing somebody never rented chameleon twist i probably did and thought like oh man this is great it's got a chameleon on the box i had a shirt with like a giant chameleon down the front says the man that owns a chameleon now so like yeah you're not talking to i think that was my first experience with like oh not all video games are good yeah i wish i had had that realization before like nintendo 64 well, this was for the Nintendo 64, so oh. we're probably on the same page. Because I am well, I am the lowest level member of, of Bottled Fuchsia, from what I understand. Are we talking about age? We are. Like, yeah. you're the youngest? Okay. We'll power so level like, you, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can make you old real fast. Like, hang out with us. Having yelling at clouds in no time. Um, is there any games that anyone else wants to talk well, about i see super smash on your list yeah i feel bad not talking or talking about that game without our two resident nintendo experts here um i will say that i'm pleasantly surprised by that game like it's it is 
a nice homage to like the fact that it is a mashup game. There are like 74 fighters in it and there's this concept of like fighting spirits in the one adventure mode where you actually have characters from other games that you take with you and they don't actually like do anything or show up but they have like some flavor text and they give you like power levels basically and that's kind of a cool and weird concept because it's not just nintendo properties and it's not just like hey, it's Mario and Luigi. Like, the first one that I got was Solidus Snake, um, which really confused me because there was no, like, there was no text that went with that. It's just I turned on the game and, like, Solidus Snake showed up, and I'm like, I guess this game is pretty cool. Like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a neat thing. I suck at fighting games, but I enjoy playing it. So, there you go. Yeah, I'm not really feeling it so far. But I haven't played too much. Okay. And uh, maybe it's because I'm bad. Or the difficulty spikes really awkwardly. Yeah. Are you playing the spirit mode at all? I was doing that. Which I don't know if that's the fastest way to get characters without cheesing them. I think so. Because you get them pretty regularly there. And you don't have to do any of the nonsense with like coming and leaving. Yeah. I read that and I was just like, okay, now I definitely don't want to play this board. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's good. Um, it grabs me more than the past few Smash games are, so I'll probably at least unlock everybody and play some of that spirit mode because that seems weird. Um, but yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention, and I know it's stupid, and I'm always the one that hates news, but uh, the Game Awards were on. Oh, yeah. And I just wanted to, I don't know, put in my two cents that I really do appreciate the game awards um and I I can't take credit for this but I saw somebody had commented about how it helps to sort of like legitimize gaming and kind of have people sort of take it seriously as a I don't know like an art form or or what like and, and not that I don't think people do take gaming seriously, but sort of like, uh, I don't know. I just, I can't think of the, the way it was said now, but I, I liked the idea that like, you know, gaming is prestigious or something. And that, you know, it kind of acknowledging that there's a lot of serious hard work and dedication that goes into game making and trying to recognize that. Yeah, I I will agree with that. Like, it's especially nice when you see, um, I forget what game it was now. I wrote it down and I forgot my list at work. Um, But one of the games actually brought, like, all the people that have worked on it pretty much, like, up on stage and said, like, hey, this is everyone that was here. Like, we made this awesome game. Like, peace out. Um, Actually thought it was also really cool that, like, the gaming personality of the year went to, uh, as he put it, a super gay black furry uh those are his own words and like he just seemed really happy to like be there and be on stage and be recognized so like i thought that was super cool so um but i also i for the same reason that i like e3 for the same reason that i have been known to sit and watch entire hours worth of movie trailers when there there used to be like a show that was just movie trailers um 
and I love E3 for like the the hype machine. Like, um, I don't even like Mortal Kombat, but um, they kind of <laughs> trolled the audience a little bit, and we're gonna like I, the guy came out. You guys would know his name, Ed Boon. Yeah, he came out and was like gonna present a an award, and then like the lights went out, and then it was this epic Mortal Kombat trailer, and after that i was just like yeah fuck yeah i want to play mortal kombat that looks amazing and i'm like i don't even <laughs> like that game but like i am hyped for like i just i love all of the trailers and the re the previews and thank god the bird in PUBG map and the new PUBG map is okay and i'm special I'm, no, I'm it's okay to be to excited be about something you yeah. like i just it's excited. It it's nice to see games recognized in like an adult's kind of way. Like the Game Awards used to be gross, and it used to be a lot of like, "Here's your Mountain Dew and Doritos." Like, let's go, kids. <laughs> and now, like the worst part was that Joel McHale made like a Fortnite joke, and everyone just like rolled their eyes. Like we've we've come a long way. So it was nice. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of, I think, how a lot of people felt when the first graphic novel got a Pulitzer. Like, look, we're finally being recognized as art and not just entertainment. Yeah, like, our shit is finally legitimate. Like, we've been telling you this for years. And also, maybe the Game Awards. I I remember I watched them one year in college, and they had all these, like, half-naked girls on swings around the stage, and I was just like, hmm. I'm not the target audience for this. Yeah. They like I, I know a few members of our site have complained that like they're still not as good as they could be, but like considering how far they've come, like I'm just happy that they're continuing to make progress. Like and I will say on a personal note, uh God of War got their like game of the year and considering how well i think that story is told and how good that game is that just made me really happy so yay for games we enjoy them and we're okay with that so thanks for joining us everyone i know this was a short one and that we've got a limited crew this week but we will be back in a few weeks with the full crew and we will have a bunch of games to talk about and then Probably shortly after that, maybe a month, month and a half after that, we will have our game of the year where we will all yell about video games and we're going to be very loud, probably. I don't know. Oh, we'll I'm not. I'm not this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like what horses I have in this race. I don't have a single one. <laughs> wow, you don't feel strongly about any? No. Okay, anyway. Anyway. So thanks for joining us, everybody. We have been Bottle Fuchsia. Uh, you can check out our content over on bottlefuture.com. We have videos and archives of our streams over on youtube.com slash bottlefuture. And finally, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, if you can find our hidden blog um, at, at bottlefuture. So, you know, go check those things out, watch our content. Um, we sometimes do things, and they're great. So catch you later, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.